0: And we are recording, so hello everybody. Welcome to the STI podcast. We are doing now a weird episode today because we are kind of episode three. We did it last week, but uh, messed up the audio recording. So we don't have an episode three. And this time, let's say that we are doing the 3.5. And uh, I'm here physically with Enrique, he's a friend of mine and he's uh, also a scientist uh, here in Helsinki and maybe he wants to say something about himself, and then I'm with uh, Fabian, that was also before in the beta testing of the podcast, he is a colleague of mine, and he is uh, at his house, and uh, maybe some presentation now, so Enrique, if you want to say something about yourself.
1: Well, hi, Uh, I'm a PhD student in University of Helsinki, and uh, I mainly, I'm a physicist, and my research is in atomistic simulations, simulations basically uh, graphene and uh, how does the material degrade uh, when being irradiated by ions which is mainly like uh, finds applications for example in uh, ways in which uh, in which uh, graphene could be like cut or manipulated by irradiation or either like how can it uh, withstand uh, harsh conditions like for example like uh, Similar to the ones that would be in the orange
0: space. And that's what I do. Okay, good. So you're a nerd guy that programs stuff in a computer and then get yeah, science out of it.
2: Yeah. Kind of. Sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, and what about now we Fabian, he was already, but you have to introduce, yourself yeah, introduce again. myself again yeah 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 uh,
2: so yeah i'm fabian i'm um also a phd student at helsinki but i'm at aalto university which is like the technical university of helsinki that is not in helsinki. Uh, <laughs> yeah well partly it still is so i guess uh, technically yeah. the, the business school or something they come yeah. to alto now yeah thanks. Well, anyway i'm uh, in the same working group as, as giovanni and i i figure he probably has told already at some point or will at some point Talk about what he does. Um, I'm doing very similar stuff. We actually share a reactor for atomic <laughs> yeah. layer deposition. Um, yeah. So maybe I'll leave that uh, to Giovanni then. Uh, yeah. We'll, uh,
0: we maybe we'll have a uh, Fabian again with if we do an episode a bit more about that. And uh, yeah. this time we maybe freestyle the shit. And
2: uh... yes. And otherwise, I'm I'm just the guy that uh, that Giovanni turns to when he needs beta. Tester yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and people to free uh, no. freestyle uh, uh, this podcast now.
0: Yeah, because uh, as uh, you can hear, because have, we have no video this time and uh, the Nicola is away from work and uh, Johanna thought that going to a cottage was more fun. So now it's just Which me. Which I Anna, totally and, don't get. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> why would you go to do cool stuff around when you can be here speaking about bullshit? in front yeah. of your <laughs> Yeah, but you hang out with your friends <laughs> well anyway let's see if we if we have some topics today and uh, maybe Erica, you can start with your what you found out since you work about graphene and you found out this news that we have in front of us at this point so we can read
1: ah <laughs> uh, yeah well so actually Last week came some interesting news about uh, graphene. For those of you who are not familiar with graphene, graphene is a quite special material. It's like uh, the first purely two dimensional material ever discovered. So basically, it's a material which is as thick as three Armstrongs, which basically is like, uh, uh, well, around. 10 to 4 times, uh, like 10,000 times smaller than uh, bacteria. So uh, it's one single atom thick, and it's basically uh, a layer instead of like a 3D object.
0: Yeah, that, and, and that it's is
1: carbon. And it's made out of carbon, yes. Okay. And uh, actually, m- m- those who are from, have already heard about the material most likely already know, but uh, this material was discovered like uh, more than 10 years ago. And it was going really funny way because they <laughs> if just uh, for fun some scientists in their lab they took some uh, graphite basically what the uh, pencils are made out of and uh, started like uh, putting uh, around graphite in both sides uh, tape duct tape and uh, splitting all the time in half the layers which are in graphite and basically graphite is like millions or tens of millions of layers of graphene. So every time they uh, put the tape on both sides and split, they halve the number of layers. And apparently with a lot of patience, they managed to split uh, graphite into one single layer of graphene. So one single atom thick uh, layer. And uh, well, they looked at at it in the uh, imaging methods they had at that time and they found out, whoa, this is it and funny enough, this is still how most labs produce still uh graphene. they have put some some slaves lab it takes hours several hours uh until they get a, a graphene sample so well, this material it's impressive material because it has uh depending on how you change the shape of it or if you put it in a different material it behaves completely differently like goes from conductor to insulator to semiconductor uh, can conduct more electrons less so pretty much it's uh, it's incredible material and uh, it has so much uh, future applications And one of them has been uh, one of its new properties has been discovered lately, and is that last week actually that uh, graphene, if you put two layers one on top of each other with certain angle, one to one degrees, they came up with this, but it becomes superconductor at low
0: temperatures. Again, now we have to say what a superconductor is, and that is basically a material that is uh, conductive electricity without losing any electricity due to whatever resistance inside the material so it's a perfect conductor that has no resistance so the
1: electrons move freely without any uh, friction inside the material
0: yeah and now yeah so this is a well i don't know how much can we tell more than this because I, i'm not a physicist myself so
1: well the but the interesting thing is like uh for those of you superconductivity i mean it's uh, something which would change the infrastructure of, uh, let's say, power plants or just all around how how we conduct the energy in the world from the factory or like the power plant to your house or from, uh, we're always losing enormous amounts of energy just because of uh, when the energy uh, electricity goes through the cable, it's just losing uh, Part of his energy dissipating into heat and then this uh, energy you're not using it effectively so one of the dreams would be that instead of normal cables we'll have superconductor cables which would allow to be so much more power efficient and uh, uh, would help also to fighting against uh, global warming and all this stuff
0: also the other thing about the superconductivity is that it's used nowadays in the medical sector a lot for uh, magnets. So imaging, uh, how is it called this? Uh, magnetic uh, MRI, yeah. Magnetic resonance. what is the I? Uh, Fabian? Imaging. I'm <laughs> imaging. <not even laughs> okay, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you use superconducting magnets because they can have very high magnetic field using a lot of electricity, basically. So that's also where you can use. And most of the expense of the working of the machine is basically cooling down the superconductors because they work at very low temperature. Usually minus 200. Well, this is minus 100 and something 170 degrees or something like that. 140, maybe. Is that
2: now for the graphene or? No, no, no.
0: No, this is like general. Uh, yeah, uh,
1: superconductors. So actually, uh, there are a lot of materials which are su- become superconductors at really low temperatures. And when we mean really low, it's like uh, five degrees above uh, absolute zero. So it's like uh, basically more or less uh, Minus the temperature are, are a lot of like in planets really far from uh, stars. Only and, in space. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there are some few materials which were discovered, uh, I don't know, like 30 years ago or I don't remember. A yeah, long time ago. Yeah. The cu- cuprates, which have actually, they are these high temperature superconductivity, superconductors. And then at this minus 140 degrees, they behave like
0: superconductors already.
1: But this is still quite expensive to keep uh, cool inside, let's say, a hospital.
0: Yeah, you need uh, like liquid nitrogen and all this kind of stuff. So
1: the dream would be like to, and and what most scientists hope that we get
0: done at some point,
1: is like to understand how superconductivity works and then we can have at at, uh, room temperature uh, superconductors. And then once we get that, we we're able to transport energy for free, basically, without losing energy
2: do you yeah. happen to know what uh temperature this uh, graphene now is superconductive uh, it's 1.4 it's
1: a really really low
2: ah all right so it's so actually
1: does this work? no it's not Obviously. i mean this I is, actually... is actually the interesting part i mean the uh, of this discovery per se the fact that uh, graphene becomes superconductor is not the interesting thing it's like the fact that they have observed up to now they have is it three types? There are like three types of uh, superconductivity, and yeah. there are like different theories for each of them. And uh, mm-hmm. they're one of them, this high-temperature superconductivity, the one that uh, we're interested in, because uh, is the one that hopefully we can get to work at uh, room temperature. This superconductivity is not understood at all. Mm. They have been trying really hard, but they cannot make much sense out of it yet. And the thing is, like apparently this graphene two layers of graphene in this certain angle it seems to somehow remind a lot to this uh, high temperature superconductivity though it's at low temperature but the the way the physics behind it and they really hope that this kind of clarified uh, that they can discover from this uh all the things they have they have not ah. been able to figure out i don't really I yeah. know almost nothing okay. apart from like what I studied in university Sorry. of superconductivity, but uh, this is somehow like this is so different type of superconductivity compared to what they have seen before in other materials that they hope they can learn a lot from it.
0: Yeah, but so, well, that would be cool if they would understood superconductivity. You didn't, you didn't do any superconductivity before. Just
2: no, that. there was a, We had this lab course for yeah. master students, I think, uh, that I was uh, leading together with Otto another colleague of ours. Okay. And there we make a this copyright superconductor.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, that's an easy. Experiment. Yeah, we just okay.
2: make it and then we make it float because yeah. it can float if you have it cool enough. Uh, we cool it with that's liquid nitrogen so cool. and then. Uh, yeah. So I, I have made an actual superconductor yeah, okay, here, okay. Uh, just to brag a little bit. Yeah, um, you not I, the only I, one.
0: I also made it in the university.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. So we are pretty cool. And I hope yeah.
0: uh, now Enrique doesn't join the cool club <laughs>
2: because then it's not so a... I actually have also
1: my lectures in the university also we have made to float the superconductors. So okay. I don't have so to join you for that. We all. Do the whole ah. But before. actually uh, if we have to brag about cooler things with superconductors, uh, uh, what did you do? Just Did you make it float or did you... Fix it and then uh, make it spin. Uh, like you know, there's this uh, type two b uh, superconductors that uh, if when they become superconduct, if you cool them down under yeah. a magnetic field, the magnetic field gets trapped yeah. inside the superconductor and fixes it in place. So basically, you fix an object levitating, and then you can spin it. Yeah, and then you can move. This is what you were talking about, or just like it levitate.
2: Uh, I think we, yeah, no, it was actually fixed. Ah, okay. uh, I that's mean, once cool you there. get the, once you get to this nice spot, because otherwise it wouldn't even keep floating. Otherwise it would just move a little bit to the side and fall down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Once it uh, was fixed there, it was, I mean, you could still remove it with, uh, with force, uh, but- With a lot. <laughs> no, it didn't even need so much force, but then maybe our superconductor wasn't that good. <laughs> also it's a, uh, quite a small
0: piece. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, but that's so mind blowing, like, uh, first time I saw it, I was like, actually it was um, this kind of uh, spinning, uh, I don't know what's the name of the object. Sort of like we've set it to spin. Mm -hmm. Uh, After we stuck it, then we've set it to spin. And then it was like uh, up in the air, just like uh, fixed and spinning. It was so cool.
0: (laughs) Okay, so if you want, you can make it yourself. No. (laughs) Actually, how how hard would it be? But I think liquid nitrogen
2: doesn't go that low. No, no, it wasn't wasn't that hard. I mean, uh, basically... No, 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 without a lab. Like, can you make it at home? Actually, yeah. I think we use liquid nitrogen, so... the liquid nitrogen is is enough,
1: isn't it?
2: um, Yeah, liquid nitrogen is enough for this one. But to make it uh, at home, you need an oven that goes to rather high temperatures now. I don't... It was uh, more than a year ago that yeah, uh, okay. I had this this last. So you, you baked but it I... yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, that's really cool. Sorry, you win then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, but I think it was actually, it was just, uh, we we added the powders, which was copper oxide, I think, and uh, now I, I don't remember the others, but none of them are like super exotic. I think there's yttrium oxide in there too, but that's actually yeah, rather okay, cheap. Maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, so you just mix them and grind them very thoroughly. And yeah. then you press them into a pellet, and then you just heat them up, basically for uh, I think it was half a week. But do that might be
0: how, the... the temperature of that.
2: Yeah, that I, I don't remember, but I'm quite sure it was above 700. So you don't can ah, okay, you can't okay. do that in your in your ordinary oven that you have at home. So yeah. that that might be the hardest part, I think. Um, and pressing the pellet, because otherwise yeah. you have uh, maybe if you're lucky a little little very tiny bit of superconductive powder,
0: but. Yeah, and but what that about the? Work, is
1: yeah. it is really brittle, isn't it? It's yeah. a ceramic. It's a ceramic. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, I've heard like it's that's kind of, for example, about this uh, nuclear well, uh, fusion power plant in France, mm-hmm. the future. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, and the, yeah, the oh, uh, Iter Iter, first pronounced like, the future of green energy, or that hopefully it will be the first uh, fusion nuclear power plant ever which produce more energy that needs to stay alive. <laughs> but uh, I've I heard that the, they have huge problems with the magnets to basically shape them in the way that they want because it's so uh-huh. brittle. And then they have always like some cracks yeah, you can, um, which uh, disturbs uh, I mean, the magnetic. That's a huge problem for keeping the plasma in there.
2: Uh, yeah, well, if the graphene, uh... Graphene would be
0: maybe better, yeah, I but yeah, uh, uh, a magnet out of the graphene. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, of one layer, yeah, might be might be hard. Also, I I don't know. There's always there's there's a limited amount of electricity I think uh, that you can pump through a superconductor yeah, yeah, exactly. before it breaks yeah, down.
0: Yeah. The
2: superconductivity, um, and I don't know yeah, how high yeah, this is. Yeah, is, yeah before, it's, um, the, it's the no...
0: field that, that is kind of another yeah. important thing. It's not only the temperature.
2: Um, so but yeah, but
0: the, speaking about the cool things that you can do at home, uh, tell us about the gallium you bought. Ah,
2: yeah. Because
0: okay. you made measurements, so how did that end up?
2: All right, yeah, so I uh, I, I figured that um, if you check the prices for gallium on Sigma Aldrich, you uh, buy gallium for, I think, uh, well, I actually can, can check now. I think it was 10 gram for 200 euros, something like that. Uh, And it's ninety nine point nine nine percent, of course, is what they say. Um, But yeah, it's it's rather expensive. Uh, Let me just check the pricing at the moment. What would it be? For those that don't know, Sigma Aldrich is like the standard chemistry uh, vendor. Yeah, yeah. All right. (laughs) So. Like the Walmart of uh... Of chemicals. (laughs) Okay, so there's, okay, this is really pure 99.9995%. Uh, Gallium and Sigma Altric cost uh, 476 Euro for 25 gram. Um, and I uh, I don't want to make advertisement now, but <laughs> I think uh, on Amazon and on uh, Wish, uh, you find it much cheaper. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's and, like, uh,
1: from Amazon.
2: Yeah, you can could, you could actually get, I, I found it, well, I think on Amazon it was something like 12 Euro. And uh, so <laughs> that's quite a lot cheaper. And uh, on Wish, it was five euros or something. And in Alibaba, you can find it even cheaper. Um, so are
1: you sure which is the purity there? Yeah, that's the, that's the, yeah. Audit.
2: So I, uh, I ordered uh, one from, from Wish, um, 20 gram, not 25 grams. So it's a little bit less. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> <five Euro. laughs> yeah, yeah, it was about five euros. And then another five euros for, for sending it here. But um, yeah, it arrived. And uh, I, of course, I wasn't, uh, very much convinced that that's really, really so pure. Um, I was especially a bit concerned if it comes from China or maybe there's some heavy metal or heavy elements in there that are not, not so healthy, uh, but I, I put or it activated in activated our... gallium. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I put it in our uh, XIF um, to check. And actually it turns out, uh, I mean, uh, how much do you trust our XIF? That's uh, maybe no, another no. story, but- uh, <laughs> uh you don't trust it too much that's probably the, the right answer there but uh it should it should detect at least heavy metals quite quite yeah. easily um but it didn't detect any heavy metals in fact it only detects gallium and a little bit of aluminum um uh-huh, which is the casing you're... in which uh in which you uh, we measure okay so but, it's actually uh, pure um yeah there might be aluminum in it because i think gallium yeah, is actually okay, a yeah. byproduct of the aluminum production um okay, but, that's fine, but aluminum is not toxic uh, so it's actually pretty pure gallium, with maybe a little bit uh, aluminum in it. But uh, it melts; it uh, freezes again. Uh, everything's yeah, that, fine
0: because uh, every everything we are speaking about the gallium. But the, uh, what is the cool thing about oh, the yeah, gallium? Oh yeah, right.
2: Gallium. The cool thing of gallium is uh, that it's I think the metal with the second lowest uh, melting point. The lowest, of course, would be uh, mercury, which is uh, liquid at room temperature. But gallium melts at twenty nine degrees. So you can have it in your hand, and that will make it liquid already. Maybe um, not directly
0: on your hand. Oh,
2: yeah, you can. It's not toxic actually.
0: Yeah, well, but, that's, uh,
2: that's true. Yeah. It's uh Of course, you you should use gloves because yeah, well, you definitely. don't want to use your gallium, and maybe you, I don't know, the little gallium. Maybe your hand will be a little bit gray for some days afterwards. I haven't <laughs> tried yet. <laughs> um, yeah, because if there's little gallium particles going in, it's like I don't know.
0: Yeah, not nice. Yeah, yeah. It,
2: well, it's it's not dangerous, but. Uh, yeah, you uh, anyway, it? you can use gloves and uh, like plastic gloves and then uh, you can melt a gallium in your hand. And uh, oh, no, Everybody
0: go uh, and buy some gallium from there. <laughs> my...
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's pretty cool. I, I think uh, I like, now I have a little sample of gallium at my home. Um,
0: yeah, that's good because you can do the same thing you can do with the uh, mercury, but you don't need to have the danger of the mercury. Yeah,
2: exactly, yeah.
0: You can have fun, uh, save fun, <laughs> <laughs> save fun with little... Oh, yes.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, so that was sorry about gallium. Uh,
0: okay, that's what. <laughs>
2: how did we? How how did we get here
0: anyway? I, I, I why not? Know. Well, yeah, that's that's we are freestyling this shit, so. Yeah, yeah, but
2: we we started with superconductors and gallium is, as far as I know, not one. But um, well, agree, maybe he's
0: making a superconductor at all. Yeah.
1: Actually, uh, what are you planning to use the gallium for?
2: Oh, nothing. I just wanted to have it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fun. Yeah, I mean, come on. I'm a chemist, so maybe I should say that I'm not as much an engineer as Giovanni is, and (laughs) I'm certainly not a physicist. So yes, having gallium is cool. Okay, Um, I get it. I I, I don't know how you cannot get that. But uh, yeah, maybe I will at one day find a nice shape that I can cast it in and then I have a metal. I don't
0: know, Lego brick or something. Yeah, but you have to keep yeah. it in the fridge. <laughs> actually, that's quite cool. No, 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 at room temperature. I mean, it's, it's, in, my, it's in my room okay, now. At room temperature, but 29 degrees, just some, wait for summer and then you're... Well,
2: yeah, green but, but we are yeah. okay?
0: Yeah. Well, in the yeah. lobby, it was
1: liquid all the time. But that's quite cool, actually. I, can, I guess if you touch it, do your fingerprints uh, stay there.
2: Y- yeah, you can do that. I'm quite sure you can. Huh? Nice. So then we yeah, can I, unlock I can... your uh,
1: computer with uh, your yeah. Gali-
2: yeah, well, you see oh, endless funny. possibilities with that. I can
0: slowly going to the computer and ordering in Gallium. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can actually sell you
0: some. I, I <laughs> maybe 10 gram for about 10 euro. No, 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 wait, 200 <laughs> euro more or less. Actually, look we, have at the a, Sigma
1: price. we have here um, in the laptop uh, fingerprint scanner. Maybe we should give
2: it a try. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's, it should also be conductive. So uh, yeah, that, that, that might work. Have you thought
1: about making gallium nitride?
2: We did. Um, yeah, but why would I do that? I mean, it's, it's an diode material. I yeah, think so what do you do some, with the gallium nitride? So it's, it's a, a good
0: semiconductor. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah but I do? mean, <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you do with this? Yeah. You uh,
0: make your own a transistor. <laughs> yeah, you just take a piece of silicon, and it's just, the yeah. Same.
2: And also, when it's gallium nitride, the melting point is much, 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 much higher. So yeah, yeah, guess. it's harder to to get it back then.
1: Otherwise, it doesn't seem like a good uh, semiconductor for
2: yeah. When the computer anxious. gets warm, <laughs> like,
1: <oops. laughs> you start gaming, but and then actually, you, you your whole you, computer you, melted.
2: Yeah. Okay. Actually, I read an article. I think it was a. I think it was germanium oxide, though. Or Was it gallium oxide? I Well. They are pretty similar in, in yeah. some ways. But uh, anyway, uh, they made, uh, They made, it's also a semiconductor and they managed to make a computer with, uh, I think it was germanium oxide. And the reason they, they did that was they said, oh, this is so cool because, you know, we have all these security breaks and, and people reading into your computer stuff. And if you want to really get rid of your data, then um, you have to kind of really destroy the computer um, to be a hundred percent sure, you know? Um, and yeah. germanium oxide, the cool thing of it, what they sold as the cool thing of it, is that it's uh, soluble in water. So oh. if you want to destroy <laughs> your data on this computer, you just uh, throw it in water. And this yeah, is but wait. for sure.
0: You're not destroying your data; data it's in a memory, and I don't think you can. You have to do memory with the gallium oxide.
2: Yeah, I, but uh, um, it was a memory then, that what
0: they did. But yeah. anyway, and they could do that. Really cool, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, yeah. Just dump it in the water. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. Aren't but then you can, can never easy use it the ways to destroy your hard drive. <laughs> yeah, and also, I mean, the power of that electronics, maybe the gallium oxide. Maybe not as good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, also, yeah. I
2: don't know if uh... Yeah, it might have been germanium oxide. I,
0: I think it's, actually Well in uh... general anyway, it's actually uh... if
1: you put the hard drive in the oven, I guess it will find, isn't it?
0: Well, it's a magnetic stuff, so you have to destroy the magnetic or melt the but the yeah, multiple well, silicon like is quite... they are this, they are metal in the hard drives. Yeah, silicon in right. physical hard drives, they are probably steel, maybe, or something. oh yeah,
1: well
0: I was, yeah, I was thinking SSD. Yeah, SSD, yeah, but then again they are then it's uh it's status in a transistor. So it's yeah, no, it's not a transistor. Well then the, those are a bit harder to well you actually just write it on top of it and then you destroy it. Physically you Yeah,
2: you but not not 100 percent Uh 100%, if you write on top then, of it, you don't have a. I mean, there might still be stuff that, uh, I don't know, the NRA will spend millions of uh, to. Uh... Mm.
1: But I think if you write every, let's say, if you make a new file, okay, not, but it, I mean, if you make, like, say, you fill it again with whatever, let's say a file with zeros. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: maybe. Then, yeah, maybe, then yeah.
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert, but I think well, they can a... do anything. The yeah. thing is, like, when you delete your hard drive, the only thing you do is you. You're just, just deleting it from the registry so yeah but the hardware but,
0: lag, the, but the ssd is a different thing oh, but even
1: the sd when you delete the data you're not uh, deleting putting the let's say the ones are zeros to some random value yeah no like. of course
0: but so they when you overwrite like were... then yes yeah
1: when you overwrite, and like actually when you have to
0: override the whole the, the my samsung ssd it, it has some function in software that you can secure erase the thing and they probably just write on top of it like i don't know x amount of time and and then it's sure that it's deleted or something. Yeah, that's
1: co- that's quite cool. Also, how's this encryption? Yeah,
0: it's just funny when they see it, like people destroying computer and just uh, throw the hard drive into water and it's like, okay, then take it out of the water. And <laughs> <laughs> but I guess uh, read data.
1: People uh, who is a bit paranoid about this stuff. So I mean, they are good clients.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You never know. Yeah,
2: actually I think they just wanted to sell their paper. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really just, think this uh, will have yeah. any practical applications ever. No, but just well. for
0: the fun. <laughs> because on, you it's, can. It's yeah. science, uh, that's why you do it. Yeah. You do it for the fun. Fair enough. But yeah, I was uh, looking at something. Oh yeah, because since this, uh, I'm gonna send this link to Fabian, so maybe. He...
2: Uh, right. oh you're sending it uh on yeah, here ah, yeah, right.
0: so because it's uh since it's what we are trying to do so electronics in uh, in fabrics basically putting yeah. electronics and batteries and stuff like that into your clothing that's kind of uh-huh. something what we are trying to do ourselves with uh um, yeah. where we do power generation well we don't do we try to do <laughs> uh kind of power generation into textiles
1: Power generation? You mean like uh, thermoelectrics?
0: So you have you harvest the uh, heat of the body and transform it to electricity. That's... You had
1: never told me that you were doing something quite so cool. Yeah, because that is far and... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? No, but uh, he had never told me that he was doing this, and I, I was wondering maybe it's not really fully related what he's what he's doing. It's yeah, just really... like the official excuse and you put in the abstract uh, so you get or when you want to apply for money yes. <laughs> yes. yes
2: this is pretty much it yeah this is this is it
0: but uh yeah well that's the idea and uh the, it might it might be working before i graduate you never know really
1: mm-hmm. yeah, maybe, yeah it might
0: mean, like be a, but that's unlikely yeah. but you can get some electricity out of it not very much but nice maybe
1: yeah, yeah. But, but how does that work
0: the point is that you have uh, the material in, that is the zinc oxide, for example, that we use because it's very easy and it's kind of not the best, but it's easy to put it on a silicon substrate, whatever. And then we, you can put it on the fibers. So you take whatever fibers and it's easily coating around the fibers. Yeah. So when you have a textile, it's basically thick textile. Uh, so it's a lot of fibers of a certain thickness. And then you coat all the fibers all the way through the thickness of the textile you have. So then you have the whole part like in the, in the shirt, so like you have the whole thickness is coated with the material. And then if you make the whole uh, circuit, then you might get electricity out of that. But what's you... the mechanism behind the. It's thermoelectricity. It's basically this. Uh, the, the... Uh, maybe I the
2: can uh, explain it.
0: There's uh, a Seebeck effect. Yeah, okay. Go, Fabian.
2: <laughs> nah, i I mean the general idea is that if you have a temperature gradient like for example your body temperature and the outside temperature and usually it's colder outside um then from this temperature gradient you can get uh, you can get electricity out of that uh the way it works is uh via the Seebeck effect and this is what thermoelectric materials do um the ideal thermoelectric material would have a rather good electrical conductivity but a very bad thermal conductivity so that you have the gradient as big as possible. Um, Yeah, and so zinc oxide is one of these materials, though certainly not the best, um, but one of the easiest and one that works rather well with atomic layer deposition. So in theory, you would make a a thermoelectric material, meaning this zinc oxide, um, and then one side would would be your skin or your body, and the other side would be the outside air, that would provide the temperature gradient and you get very, very, very small amounts of electricity yeah, that you can yeah, pull from that. Like... Um, you would need actually much better um, thermoelectric materials uh, to make that, that even work for recharging yeah, a cell phone like or they anything.
0: Are, they are thin films. So yeah, the point is that there, are very, there is very little material so the, and the point is to power yeah. very low power electronics anyway. So if you can get micro watts out of it, then it's already enough.
1: And uh, if I remember correctly, the C-plug effect, you need two types of... Yeah, you have the uh, P-type uh, with
0: the N-type, and we yeah, have only so the N-type at two the A moment. junction of two it's different junction, materials. Yes, yes. So we have only N-type with the zinc oxide, and we would need the
2: P-type. Now, actually, type you, don't, you don't necessarily you need, don't two need two types. You don't need two, but that's, that's But it's much it, better yeah, with yeah. two types. You I mean, have it, a much better works, efficiency. It, and
0: It works only with... Uh, Yeah, I mean, only the zinc oxide works, and it works already for me, so.
1: So, which kind of power are we, I mean, are we, uh, like, some really small R?
0: I mean, you you get microvolts, and you get nanowatts out of it. Uh, Nanowatts, is a thousand (laughs) thousand times less than what you would scale. Um, But it's it's just zinc oxide, it's a a thin film, it's a shit time making, so... It's potentially could really get to microvolt, but I'm pretty sure if you do it properly with a junction and you do it correctly, also the fact Uh, that if you now uh, you don't have the junction, no, no, I only have single (coughs) side and I'm depositing on silicon, So it's very thin film. If you go to the textile, you have much, much bigger text that you have millimeter thickness because you are coating the oil from side to side. Basically.
2: Yeah. Maybe we should also say that a sink oxide is an N type. Yeah. So, you would need ap p type, uh, uh, n type semiconductor, and you would need the p type. But so far, uh, doping zinc oxide to become a p type, the stuff that you are regularly doing for silicon, for example, you just yeah. dope it with boron, it becomes p type. You dope it with phosphorus, it becomes n type. That's not working for zinc oxide. So, um, th- that's a bit yeah, of a problem P-type if you want N-type. a p and a n type. Um, mm. Even only the n type material works, but much, much worse. Um, so ideally you would want a uh, P-type to go with it. Actually yeah, some people in our lab. The,
0: the organic material, the P-type yeah, is the, <laughs> the holy grail of uh, P-type material in the, term- the thermoelectric. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but
2: they are even worse performance wise. uh ah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's the holy
1: grail, but it has worse performance.
2: It's the, the holy grail of organic. Uh, yeah, the organic. You have to understand that, I mean, yeah. usually you have, stuff that's working somehow and that's inorganic, but then that's expensive and hard to make and it's brittle and, and all this stuff, like solar cells. Yeah. And then you have the organics that always say, we can do better. We can have flexible, rollable, I don't know, solar cells, but then it turns out, they're, uh, yeah, they don't work as nice. And,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then they break uh, with water. Yeah,
2: but still, uh, this is uh, it's the same with thermoelectrics. Huh? So you have actually thermoelectrics that are in industrial use. And I think there's even uh, the telluride. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, yeah. this is the like state of the yeah, art it's... best thermoelectric yeah. material at the moment. And I think, but this is rather old. I think there's on Voyager one and two on those the two sons that went out into outer space now. Yeah. They were um, heating
0: up with the plutonium. Uh, yeah. They were, they
2: had their, uh nuclear power reactor, but yeah. the power reactor would of course generate a lot of heat too. And so mm-hmm. they also yeah, included that. a thermoelectric element to Harvest even more energy, and this thermoelectric element was already of bismuth telluride, I think. Um, So, yeah, this is applied already.
0: Out of temperature difference. Cool. And space is actually very cool because the space is zero degree outside. I mean, zero Kelvin. So it's a minus 270 degree. uh, And then inside is whatever you have. The plutonium reactor provides, yeah. Yeah. So it's quite a lot to actually. Normally, fusion, uh, I mean, fission reactors always provide. A lot of, uh, heat. <laughs> yeah. So that, in this article, they were speaking about the fact that they are trying to make, uh, on textile antennas, this kind of, uh, whatever thing you need for a circuit. But yeah, that's, uh,
2: yeah, that might actually be hard for listeners because they didn't get the link you sent me. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but I'm
0: not even, I didn't even, the whole thing it's just, uh came to my mind since we do that, so it was a it was a clever thing to move to the yeah to the that topic and uh that's true and, uh, yeah when so speaking about moving, why don't you speak about uh, the news you found before All right. was extremely yeah, interesting yeah. and uh, we <laughs> yeah yeah to so... stop because we want to do it now <laughs>
2: all right yeah actually there's there's now i figured out there's uh, several stuff that we uh, still haven't talked about but uh anyway the news that you are referring to is that i just found today an article it was on the guardian and it's actually from today so it's super fresh news um and the article uh headline is platypus milk unlikely weapon in fight against superbugs <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's fucking cool i think because platypus are are pretty pretty nice and uh yeah. What the, basically the the main story is that uh, they found that this platypus milk, which uh, they they don't breastfeed because they seem not to have breasts, they they deliver their milk somehow from their belly mm-hmm. um, to the to the child um, or to the young, and this milk has some uh, antibacterial or uh, yeah properties that could help fighting uh, those uh, superbugs. And with superbugs, they uh, mean uh, basically, uh, bacteria um, that that become immune to all kind of other stuff. So
0: you can so, use milk to kill bacteria. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. And uh, platypus milk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and because bacteria, we have this problem now with uh, running out of uh, antibiotics uh, because they develop resistances. And and here we go, platypus for the rescue.
0: You find and, a new one all the time.
2: Yeah, and that—that that I think was pretty cool. But uh, then I don't have very much to say about that because I'm not a biologist. Yeah, no, exactly.
0: it's not—it's <laughs> not a point of yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. cool news. So
2: uh, if you're tuned in to this podcast uh, live, live? Uh, <laughs> I don't know—is that even possible? It's, it's, of course, it's not live. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, well, then uh, if you will hear it as soon as it's released, this will still be pretty fresh news and you can stay up to date with uh, yeah, up to what's date, all with the buzz. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, we, that's could have cool.
0: a, <laughs> we could have a section of the podcast uh, be uh, up to date with the fuzz and then we speak yeah. about stupid news that uh, are uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, platypus news are always interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one day we can maybe speak about those stupid fucking koalas or. <laughs> <laughs> we could have a, uh, some talk about platypus one day. We yeah, inform well, ourselves. Well, I think we need some. They biologist. are so exotic
1: animals that we could uh, most
0: likely speak about them for hours. And...
2: Yeah. Even though we don't know much about them, but right. they okay. are pretty cool.
0: We have to read, invite us, um, someone that knows this shit, and then we can speak about this. Yeah. Do you so, know? Uh, that's cool. I, Do you I'm biologists? all for it. For this is a topic. Yeah. Do we know any biologist? I don't
2: yeah, and most biologists, you know, they, they do bacteria stuff.
0: Yeah, probably. Or, yeah, micro, or more molecular shit. So. Yeah,
2: that's that's the hot fast at the moment. I, I don't think you find many zoologists.
0: Yeah, we have to find and, some of those, yeah. Yeah,
2: and the ones in, in Finland are probably not specializing in platypus. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they know more than us for sure, at least.
1: Mm. Yeah. We'll then need a collaboration with some Australian.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Oh wait, well, that the, the time we do the podcast it's gonna be crazy if it's someone from Australia. It's so like, yeah, it's fucking three o'clock in the night, man. <laughs> yeah, right. no, I don't know. They are maybe
2: already uh, far enough ahead, that uh, or behind. I actually don't know. Uh, well, it's actually but that is maybe the morning. There yeah, because
0: it's twelve hours or something. Yeah,
2: so it's probably feasible.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think it's six hours sometimes. It's Which how many?
0: Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's six hours maybe the worst eight. Yeah. Okay. That's all. That's, that's a plan, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. We oh, just yeah. need to find a biologist. Here we go. Very easy. So yeah. Far, I mean, twenty this... people that listen to this, and ten of that it, is those are. It's me if to see if it's actually working properly. Yeah, yeah
2: but uh, don't tell this guy. I mean, maybe. I'm not going to tell true. the guy. No, of course not. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so. That was true. Yeah. guy or girl, whatever. <laughs> yeah,
2: whoever. But probably you can find the name. uh Oh yeah, Janet Newman, CSIRO scientist and lead author on the research. You uh-huh. can just call her and say, oh, you're in a News, that's so cool, I want to talk about it on your podcast. <laughs> we, have a, we have a science.
0: Can we invite you? Yeah, I mean, oh maybe, it might work. If it works, yeah, I don't know, uh, maybe i am got to try.
2: Yeah, I wait, I, I'll just send you the article. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we can get some more viewers before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not a viewer, we get them. With this person that comes out so everybody knows that.
1: By the way, most likely before we finish, we should uh talk about Stephen Hawking's uh oh, yeah, yeah, that true. is also yeah, fresh yeah.
0: news, isn't it? it? Yeah. Yeah. So the Unfortunately, being then.
1: being a science
0: uh podcast yeah. as this is. Okay, Fabian, you can say something. Oh, okay. yeah,
2: yeah. So, well, that's, that's hard. Okay, I uh, must say, I don't really know very much. I know he worked uh, with uh, black body radiation or figured that out, at least partly.
0: Black, uh, black, black holes, not black body radiation. Oh
2: yeah, right, sorry. Uh, black that's a that,
0: that, uh, hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah,
2: black body radiation was much earlier, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um No, black holes, right. Um, and uh, that he wrote a short history of time or something like that, uh, which I actually haven't read, uh, I must say. Um but he was i think the biggest pop star of, of modern science yeah. and I, I think it's a that that's pretty much needed uh in at the moment it, or it's good to have uh, scientists that are uh, that are known also to people outside of science and Stephen Hawking certainly was one of those yeah. and probably the most prominent and yeah that's pretty pretty bad that he died now uh
0: yeah and it can kind of now the conspiracy theory like uh... <laughs> uh, Starts to appear, of course, and then everybody's saying, "Not every this conspiracy. It's it's a joke." But now it comes out that the wheelchair was actually the smart, and he was just there. <laughs> so now, yeah, so if they AI are going go to from... the chair, was actually but actually, I don't the know.
1: Aware that the, um, Stephen Hawkins was born in the date of, I mean same day that Galileo died. So Galileo was also, I mean, the most prominent uh, astrophysicist at
0: the time for sure.
1: Yeah. And uh, then he died the day Einstein was born. So it's like (laughs) pretty huge coincidence. Most likely Ah. I would say the two most, I mean, he works in cosmology and well, these are maybe the
2: two biggest,
0: so everybody uh, that is born and now that that's, the day that Stephen Hawking is dead is going to be the next uh, famous astrophysicist. or maybe. Because he will not
2: <laughs> only be born the day Stephen Hawking died, also he will be born the same day that Albert Einstein was born. Oh yeah, so it's double, it's double. Yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah, maybe. I mean, after all, he might be dead now, but don't forget he held a party for time travelers uh, in 2009. So uh-huh. who knows?
0: Who knows? Maybe he's coming back. No, maybe uh, in the
2: future you can meet him there. (laughs) Ah, In the future, yeah. If time travel is is a thing, you can just (laughs) go and meet him. uh, He provided location and uh, time and everything. So uh, yeah, but no one showed up at this timeline. But
0: uh, in another timeline,
2: maybe. (laughs) I don't believe
0: uh, in different timelines. I don't believe in time travel. (laughs) I don't believe in time.
1: Yeah,
0: it's ah, quite heretic. A time. Yeah, you never know.
1: But actually, Fabian, have you seen the movie? Any of the documentary or movies on,
2: on Hawkins? Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, the, there's this the newer one, this uh, theory of everything, and actually, we watched it yesterday in my lab and huh. kind of because uh, well, we have these movie nights, but uh, well, the occasion was quite appropriate. Yeah, quite appropriate <laughs> because uh, well, Stephen Hawkins only dies once. Yeah. So. <laughs> If you didn't watch it that time. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. Maybe you'll find him in the future. That's true. That's true. So you should watch the movie. It's actually quite a nice movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really. And it's crazy. I mean, it's not so much about. That doesn't touch that much like the, his research, which I mean, he was like huge in his field. Maybe one of the biggest. Uh, with the, He proposed that the black holes. Not It was thought always that once the black hole formed, it will grow forever and eat everything up, but he uh, he came up with the idea that actually they radiate up, so as Fabian said, like kind of this black hole radiation, and then they end up vanishing, which is, and also I think was one of the people who popularized the idea of the Big Bench, I don't know, like I think it, I mean, yeah, I think he was one of the first, so. And then you'd think, like, how crazy life he had, like, not being able to move anything
0: than his eyes almost, like. But being extremely cool at the same time. Yeah, I
1: mean, being the yeah. coolest physicist still, like, yeah. <laughs> and then people, I mean, people who are, have nothing to do with science or they don't care about science, they really know him. At least after Einstein, he's the uh, most famous
0: There must might be one, one uh, of the physicist. Famous, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, or scientists in general, I, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that, that's, that's nice. So people uh, maybe think about these things a bit more and maybe believe the guy. Yeah, um, but now who? someone else will have to step up. Yeah, we need at least 20 years that the uh, one that is born that day grows up and becomes that's the true. next astrophysicist. <laughs> no, maybe
2: someone was born already. Uh, I mean, he would... Someone else could have been born the same day as Stephen Hawkins was born, uh, maybe twenty years ago.
0: But it should be the same day. He's like the same, really, the same day that he's died. Then it's then it's super combo and so it's gonna be much better. Uh,
1: so, <laughs> yeah. All the professors in uh, physics faculties have to keep, uh, keep an eye with people. Uh, the... In twenty years, so yeah.
0: But okay, but this was—it's uh, already one hour that we are go in this yeah. and uh maybe with this is the final news and this uh it was okay we managed to to freestyle it pretty nice i would say
1: yeah went quite smoothly actually yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah.
0: now let's tap
2: ourselves on the shoulders well wait wait <laughs> now you do it only when yeah. the audio
0: is recorded because the other time totally failed so <laughs> let's see until the audio is recorded you cannot say anything okay and yeah, so thanks to Fabian to join, and thanks to Enrique that is here. He, I offered yeah. him dinner, so that's okay. That's how he's back. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't pay the metro ride here. Of course, but you got kicked out from your house, so <laughs> that's fine. <why. laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, maybe next week we can try to do another episode and maybe not fail. And hopefully Johanna and, and Nicole are there. And I guess you will hear from Fabian again. So when we have to freestyle the thing, we're going to call Fabian. (laughs) That's the new thing. And uh, (laughs) Enrique, maybe next time we can speak a bit more about simulation and coding with Johanna, since he does coding also himself. Okay, so thanks everybody to listen. If you listen to this until the end, uh, that was nice. And to the next time.